Hi, my name's Alistair. Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Ali Kat from Bampot Productions Podcast. Now, first of all, before we begin, I just need to say uh, congratulations to Ukraine on winning the Eurovision. It was a tight race. Well, not a tight race. It was tight competition, and that was with the UK, actually, under Sam Ryder, who is a former construction worker and current TikTok star. Um, but, you know, I do believe the public felt that Ukraine, that they deserve the win more. So, you know, um, I think it was maybe five or six random guys from Ukraine that are involved in the war effort that were part of a band have uh, won. And as the CNN says, it's the weirdest show on earth. And uh, I have seen it several times and it is the weirdest show on earth. So, con so congratulations to Ukraine for that. What do you have for us today, Alistair? I thought you would have something. I don't have much going on. Eurovision? Eurovision? Uh, I just mentioned that. You should have been prepped, but you're not. No. <laughs> the FA Cup? The FA Cup? I don't know much about that. I can't really contribute much. Uh, Liverpool, Liverpool beat Chelsea. Liverpool beat Attracted a record audience for the BBC, along with Eurovision, so they're riding that wave. Along with you, man. Yeah. What? Eurovision always attracts a record audience. That's their thing. I don't think it does. Like I said, it's the weirdest show on earth. Every year's a record audience. Well, I think a lot of people watch it. Yeah. It, I mean, it is quite a strange not exhibition not. of behaviour. I'm just saying this year was a record. Probably because of Ukraine. Actually... Um, I don't believe Russia entered, but then they wouldn't, because it would be pretty embarrassing if you have a big massive egg. But they're not kind of banned from everything. Probably, yeah. Yeah, they've been, and like, I think even if you mention, if you are Russian, there's a lot of, not always, but there's a lot of, um... Consequences, I guess, nowadays. Right. Um, because I remember reading an article and it was about, I mean, a fairly wealthy Russian woman in London. I believe the family was, so she lives a lifestyle, let's just say. And she was saying, you know, I feel, you know, there's been a lot of unfriendliness towards me. She didn't go into examples. I don't actually know what she meant by that, but, you know, she was just saying, oh, you know, I feel like I can't go there. I feel we can't go to this party. It's, like, hard to feel sympathy for someone who's, you know, incredibly rich and that lives a very good lifestyle, though. So, like, she doesn't necessarily get my sympathies. No. In imagine. that context. But, um, yeah, I do think that Russia has been um, propelled out of a lot of shall we say, international competitions. Yeah. But then this is what the president um, probably knew would uh, happen. You know, the sanctions, the punishments, um, all, all of this, I suspect, that he probably knew. In fact, talking about Ukraine and Russia, the EU 
was trying to pass an import ban on oil and gas and coal from Russia. Has it succeeded? No. Hungary, Viktor Orban, has held out. As they normally do. He's friendly with Russia. Mm, is he though? I don't know enough about it. Maybe he doesn't want his country to suffer the consequences of not having oil, coal and gas. Yeah, every country wants that. But, you know, you've got to make sacrifices if you're going to stop. I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty close with Russia. I mean, they're not like an ally or anything. They are members of the EU. Mm-hmm. They are Western. But um, Victor Orban's pretty fucking cool to Putin. So I think what they said is they're going to need more time to transition. Or I can't remember what it was, but it was like, oh, we're going to need a lot of money to vote for this. Like, you know, to make it worth their while kind of thing. Money? Yeah. I think the EU put together a fund of something like 100 billion or 200 billion <laughs> a euros. A mere 100 billion. Like That's that. quite a lot of money already. Yeah, but to help countries to um, like transition off of Russian oil, gas, and, gas oil. and coal. Uh, I don't think coal's included in it. I'm not sure. Well, definitely oil and gas then. Yeah, it might be, but I think it's just Russian oil and gas the funds for. Anyway, whatever uh, Hungary was due from it, they said it's not enough and they're going to need more money to make it worth their while, so. But then the fact that Victor Orban isn't doing it immediately, isn't that surprising? Because he's a bit of a dictator himself. You know, well... I think he's an autocrat. He is highly autocratic. Well, the guy is highly autocratic, though. Yeah. Um... Which to me kind of goes against and contradicts the democratic principles of the EU. Yet he's been like this for years, but the EU's never really done anything about it. Like, I don't believe the country's ever been sanctioned. It's never been, you know, um, brought up on that. Um, So he does continue to be a bit of a, what's the word? What's the word? Wild card. Well, you know, as wild, wild card. as yeah. a head of state can actually be. Jeez, oh, he's been in power since 2010. That's quite a long time. For a democracy, that's a long time. And he held the office previously from 98 to 2002. So prior to that? Yeah. So he was out of power for eight years after that? Wow. So he's been head head of state really for 16 years, but not consecutively, right? Sorry? But not consecutively. He's not been what, though? So he's head head of state for 16 years, but not consecutively. Because 1998 to 2002, then there was a gap of eight years. Then 2010 to 2012, you said. No, 2010 to 2022. Today. Yeah, so that... 12 years. Including 1998 to 2002, that's another four. So 16. Got you, got you. That's like what I meant. So that's that's quite a long time for a democracy. Um, But where you were looking at how big the economy was. Yeah, I was wondering. It looks fine. What does that mean? It looks fine. It's fine. It
I'd be happy with that if I was in power for 16 years. He's uh, $15,000 per person, so is, middling. Is that good for an Eastern European country? Like, I don't know the context of the GDP in terms of if about that is a positive. Per person, it's about three times smaller than the UK. Well, three times smaller. But then I don't really feel that I receive the full benefits of a higher GDP in the UK. Ah, geez, oh, no, the British economy is down again. Wow. It's always down. Always down. Look at that. How does America get so much? Bloody work ethic or something. But the wealth disparity there is more extreme though, because in some places there's so That's many. That's true home- as well. There's so many homeless people, like in California, particularly San Francisco. Uh, right, but it's like a yeah. really rich place. Yeah, it's weird. What well, actually is not that weird though? See, like a lot of people say, oh, it's a very rich state or it's a very um, rich place. Actually, I don't think in terms of wealth that necessarily resolves the homeless issue because if there's a disproportionately high amount of homeless in any place, then surely if it's a question of wealth and it's like, well, if the place has wealth, then why not just build affordable housing? But the thing is though, for example, in Scotland, um, legally if you're homeless, the council is required to find you a place. But the thing is though, because, and I don't wanna make assumptions, but according to the statistics, a lot of people that are homeless have underlying mental health and drug problems. Right. So actually finding them a place to stay is only like one yeah. kind of bit of many components to the problem. Mm-hmm. Because if you put someone that has a drug addiction or mental health into housing, what like happens after that? Yeah. Like they like they normally tend to just end up back on the street. So, but then again, we're trying to resolve um, mental health problems. I, I don't know if any country's ever really completely solved that nut, if you will. No, I get that. So, but like, if we backtrack back to Hungary, so the GDP is 15,000 per person. So it's not too bad, isn't it? Like, it's not... Yeah. It's not a country that's like doing particularly badly. And you see why they'd want more money from the kind of central government though. From the EU. But the thing is though, this fund was like set up for a lot of the countries, so it's not just them that would get the money. Yeah, but they're the one that's holding out, so how how much is the fund? But isn't that like EU. blackmail? Oil fund. Or like yeah. they're holding EU to right? ransom, no? Yeah. But you do that, wouldn't you? I would. The EU puts two hundred billion on the table. I thought you said it was a hundred billion. I I don't know. It's a hundred billion. So you're making up. Billion. Is it a hundred? Is it two hundred billion? I think what I'm saying is I'm not sure. <laughs> I think what you're saying is is it a hundred or two hundred billion, sir? Oil fund. EU. What's it called? Ban on oil and gas. Well, it's a ban on the imports. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, look at this. What? 
article here saying that more countries are kind of happy behind the scenes that Orban's doing this. Are the other Eastern European countries or are they part no, of No, Western EU? countries as well. They're, they're quite happy to um, delay the ban on oil and gas. It gives them more time to change and they're quite happy that he's taken all the flack for it. So uh, it's complicated, isn't it? You just think fucking, he's an autocrat, somewhat of a dictator. Somewhat he's a, a bad dick. guy, but actually behind the scenes, France and Germany are going to keep up with that. Make it a bit harder. <laughs> Because they want to have their pie and eat uh, it too. Although the Germans have given over a lot of weapons to Ukraine, and so have the French, haven't they? It's really unusual for Germany. Yeah, because normally they're what you call neutral. Yeah, well. Since. Uh, for good reason. They're, yeah, they're a bit worried. Resounding defeat in the Second World War. Yeah, that's it. Because we all know what happened the last time that they did remain neutral. Oh! What? Then what? Then it was Nazis. Oh, I thought you were talking about the World Cup. Oh my God! When have I ever made a football reference? I don't know anything about it, Alistair. You know what it is. I know what it is. I don't know about World Cups. So obviously the reference is towards Nazis. You fool. EU hopeful for Russian oil embargo deal in May. Diplomats say. And that's the European Commission President, Ursula von der Leyen. Lion? Leon? Lien? <laughs> she looks okay. evil. Is that, is that sexist to say? Like. I think she's in a very. She's a woman in a high ranking role, so she needs like, to double down and look more. Victor. Uh, was it Orban? Orban? I think it's Orban. Well, he. He looks evil, but you kind of expect it from a male a, president yeah, of Hungary. Like, he's of a course man. he's going to be a bit evil, but you kind of want female leaders to look kind and motherly, not like... It's <laughs> a bit of a stereotype. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to look like... She needs to, like, double down because she's a woman with power. Yeah, but she looks like a bad... Like, one of those evil characters from a Disney movie. Like, um... Cruella de Vil or something. She does look pretty. Yeah, it's weird how the evil characters from the Disney films all were women and all looked very sharp and evil, but the bad male characters look like total dumplings. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like less severe. Once again, it's Disney and sexism, which is a whole other pod, man. I don't think it is. I think that men. Who, men are rarely evil, they're just misguided and a bit stupid. Whereas evil women are truly evil. I don't think they're any more evil than guys. Mm, like, I'll show you a photo here of, um, of Ursula, Ursula von der Leyen. And you tell me that's not more, you know. You're walking down a dark alley at night, would you? And you see, you know, you've got a choice. You can bump into um, Victor or Ursula. I mean, she looks severe, but she like I said, her. it's really her authoritative role. And she's a woman, so for people to take her for real, she really does need, you know, yeah. to, to have resting bitch face, as they say. Is that what they call that? Resting bitch face? Yeah. When, like, you look very unpleasant. Was that RBF? <laughs> 
I guess so. Wow. I don't know. It's like, like it is a derogatory term though. But what I'm saying is, is that she probably needs to look like that because she's in an authoritative role. No, sometimes women can look like, you know, not like that and succeed. Name one woman that looks happy that has power. Who's the name president one woman. of Finland? What's her name? Actually, I don't know. Oh, that's probably why I don't remember. She doesn't look evil. That's it. When you think of but she is running Finland, threat. which isn't that hard to run. I mean, it's freaking. Finland. You say that, but they've got a land border with Russia. That's pretty fucking uh, severe. Well, they've got a NATO bid in, so that should be fine. Yeah, but it's still an it's issue. Like a bit... They've been cut <laughs> off from one of their what energy suppliers, as we said yesterday. I mean, it's not like it runs itself. I mean, there's decisions you're, to be you're, made. You're going to tell me that the Finns didn't know that that would happen. There you go. That's her. That's the happy but... female. That's what I want all female leaders to look like. She's pretty. Right. What? Yeah. How can you run a country and be pretty at the same time? Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, you know, most leaders look quite attractive and you want that. Like, the attractive ones are the ones that stick around. Like, Obama was attractive, right? And he stuck around for two years. Trump was less attractive. He only got one year. So that, I don't that think it's worked. just the way people look. Yeah, it is. You know, Boris Johnson's a really sexy guy, so he's going to be around for a while. We're not getting rid of him. Um, Theresa May, not so much. And, you know, she had that weird walk where she <laughs> kind of danced a bit and, like, gone. That's it. Um, Jeremy Corbyn looked a bit unwashed, so, you know, good as the guy is, he didn't get the role. It's not a sexist thing, it's we like attractive leaders, and Ursula is just not attractive, so, you know. I think she's a very handsome-looking woman. The same thing with um, David Cameron, like, you know. He, David Cameron uh, wasn't very nice. He wasn't, and he's gone, so. That's that. and not just gone, thrown onto the... He did stick around for a while, but they punished him for it, you know. Unattractive men that don't fulfil the robot, they get thrown under the bus. And as soon as, like, this government was, like, you know, given cash for things and lobbying and stuff during the pandemic, they just threw camera under the bus. There you go, ugly boy. Play under traffic. And it had nothing to do with the tarnished like, legacy of Brexit. No, nothing about that. Because Brexit's nothing been to do with pretty damn Bre good. Has it? Yeah. Right, okay. I'm not sure if I really agree with the points you've made. But they've been valid points, maybe to some people. To some I'm just not sure if I agree with that 100%. It's not sexist. I'm saying all leaders should be attractive. Male and female leaders, you mean, or just the female ones? All. All. <laughs> yeah. Do you find Mr. Putin attractive? No, but that's why he's, like, they're trying to get rid of him now. Are they, though? Listen, unattractive leaders get at most one term. At most. And if they try and break that law of nature and stick in position longer than that, then unattractive leaders get huge punishments at the end of it. Take someone like Saddam Hussein, killed in a fucking, like, hung to death. He had to live in a fucking hole in the desert. Gaddafi as well, ugly guy, ends up being shot. Ugly people don't get more than four years in power. And if they try and break that rule, then really bad shit happens to them. Putin is going to be hung, drawn, and quartered for sticking in power while being a tubby little fat boy. <laughs> because I've said such mean things about Putin, that allows me to say, you know, sexist things about Ursula and the Finnish PM, whose name I refuse to learn. Oh, 
What actually is her name? I don't know. Finnish PM. But you, you literally just looked at an article about her. It must have had her name in it. I didn't read that. I was looking at the photo of her. Oh my god. What is buy from me? Ali? Yes. Buy from Cat. Buy yeah. from Ali Cat. Now, buy from Bampot Productions Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Bampot Pod. Bye. Bye.